What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to episode 67 of the Mid Ketchup Podcast, the Flavor Flav States of America. We up in here, you know, saying Flavor Flav trying to represent. He trying to do what he do. Uh, but you know, you got your host here, Lofton, aka Mr. Hayes Adonis, and we got our co-host in here right now, um, aka our world traveler, aka bartender, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, world doing what she do. Uh, we got Aliyah in the building. Hey, y'all. <laughs> What's up, man? It's been uh, it's been a crazy, crazy week. I feel like I have not stopped working uh, since last week because I actually haven't. It's just continued. Like I'm, uh, and then I gotta grind one more week. So I'm about to hit this this twelve straight days of uh, making sure uh, the earth is good, brown, and safe. So we out here doing the things. Uh, what else? What else been going on? You know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just just work. I don't even got nothing else to say. <laughs> That's where I've been. Just at work, doing work. Okay, and also for y'all that's listening out there or can see us there on the YouTube, uh, you know what I'm saying? Rajin, he wasn't able to make the show. He's still out there doing things. He got to spend time with the family. Make sure everything good to go. So we just got back from his trip and everything. So he wasn't able to hear what get with us uh this go around, but he'll be back there uh soon and whatnot. So, Aaliyah, how was your week? Busy, man. Busy. Busy, 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 busy. Um, Honestly, it, it, it felt like all this week, all I had to do was running around, running around, running around. I had to, you know, get up work super early. You know, I worked late like two days this week. Had to run from here to there to there to there. <laughs> I mean, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm, I'm legit fucking tired. Like, and then I then had to get my hair done today, so my whole head hurt. Like, whole head, like right, right here, whole thing just on swole. Like, I just want to take my Motrin and lay down, boy. I yeah. tell you, yeah. I mean, you was telling us before we got on that, uh, you know, the the braid, braid, braidest, braid, braid style. I don't know what they professionally called, uh, <laughs> but she was almost pulling the thoughts out your head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My, my my future, my goals, my everything, everything I ever would have thought about this past week. She pulled, had me in a chair like, you know, <laughs> then she'll never want to part my hair the way I tell her to part my hair. Like she got this, I don't know. So clearly, I don't know if um, you probably don't, but mm, nine, yeah, about nine and a half times out of 10, when you go into a braid shop, the African women there. So, mm. you know, we're all beautiful. They they would tell you up and down, you beautiful. We making it. Basically, we ain't stopping this motherfucking braiding process. So stop crying. And I was <laughs> move my, you know, move my part. She said, sister, sister, you are beautiful. Your forehead is beautiful. I said, girl, I know you fucking lying to me. Okay. <laughs> Do you see this? <laughs> and she talk about some. It's beautiful. It was no mind, no mind. I, I, I make it. I make it nice. I make it nice, and I was just like, she said, "What? She gonna, she gonna fix your forehead?" She was like, "I'm gonna make sure you're good." I'm in the chair, so since I'm in the 
here, you know. Might as well. Yeah, Might you as stuck. Well. You stuck. After you get out of this chair, you stuck. It's all over. You got to just live through it. And you stuck, and you you done more than likely the what they call like the house mom. She mm. done came around and collected your change. Your yeah. cash, just it don't even matter. It yeah, don't you gotta get up now. You can't get up now. Like you 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 there. Yeah. So so I I just you know politely just sat there and took the torture because it, it was what it was. I mean, hey, look, hey, the thing the things that women go through for beauty. You know what I mean? Gotta, gotta go through that. All the time, I'm like, they be like, "Don't that hurt?" Whole lot of things hurt you first <laughs> doing it, but you <laughs> keep, keep going back. <laughs> pain is beauty. Pain is beauty. Beauty is pain. And on that note, right. we're gonna move to the drink of the day. You know, what I'm saying if you're going through some pain, or are you enjoying the pain, or you know, what I'm saying you had a good week. Oh, you had a bad week. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying, the drink make it feel better. So we coming through for the drink of the day. <laughs> Always love the drink of the day. One of my favorite times. And uh, I kept it pretty simple. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, sired, worked today, got home, didn't have a lot of time, ate a little dinner. So I said, you know, I'm just going to keep it real simple. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go for that yakety yak. That hen. Okay. And I'm just going to throw some hen up in that joint. And, uh, you know, I got a little chaser with it, but a little hen and just kick it. You know what I'm saying? Smelling good. So uh, what you talking about over there, Aaliyah? Well, it was it was a rough one. I usually do my gin and tonic, but um, it was a bourbon night tonight. Oh. I did some. Yeah, man. Got that dark meat. There you go. Dark <laughs> <laughs> meat now. But <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> no, I, um, I have some. Uh, have some Knob Creek bourbon. I got the, I think it's like the, the aged one is aged like nine years or something. It's the one in the black label. And um, I got some cranberry pineapple juice with it. It was the only thing I had in the house, but I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a nice little something, you know. Okay. I already got that, that, cran, that cran yeah. pineapple with a little burb and then, you know, straight That's, it. That's yeah. it. That's good stuff. It's all, it's all. <laughs> It's all dark over here. We all on the on the darks over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, some people being on the dark. You know what I'm saying? Dark side. You, you know, know what I mean? Go to the dark side. That's how I be. Oh, I almost forgot. Like bringing up the dark side. I forgot Halloween, man. Do you do anything for the Halloween? Nah. Okay. Ain't running around with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Go to the adult uh, Halloween party or something. It ain't nothing I can repeat on this broadcast. Well, trick or treat. <laughs> 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 well, hey, I did, I did hope, I did wholesome things, and uh, we just passed out candy. You know what I'm saying? If they what not. <laughs> that sounds like y'all had a good time. Yeah, you know, hey, you know, I like candy. You know what I'm saying? It was all good. So we had a good time. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was straight. So for all those that's out there, uh, make sure that you're uh, uh, being responsible while you're. On today, uh, with the mint ketchup drink of the day, make sure that you ain't drinking a dropping, just make sure that you uh drinking and chilling. You know, what I'm saying, wait till you get back to the crib, try out a little henny if you ain't never heard and ne never had it before. Also, hit you up a little bourbon with some uh, what was it cranberry pineapple in there? Try that one out right there. That sounds like that goes down smooth and it'll change your mood. You know what I'm saying? Doing with the thing out here, so you know. <laughs> Keeping it PG, sir. <laughs> so 
uh, you know what I'm saying? So uh, everybody out there, we about to keep it moving as we always do. We're going to move on to this news of the week. It's been quite interesting out here with this news of the week. And we got to start it off. You know what I'm saying? We got the headline. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Flavor Flay State of America. We got to kick it off with Mr. Flavor Flav. Uh, he decided, or the Milwaukee Bucks decided, or somebody decided, hey, Flav, it's your time, man. It's your moment. <laughs> Represent for the United States of America. Go out there and sing with your pride and your joy and the honor of Ooh. the United States. So, um, you know, I saw it. It was quite interesting. Uh, what did you think of the rendition that Mr. Flav Flav put out there? I mean, just think about just Flavor Flav's, like, his whole trajectory since, like, Public Enemy's last real album has been insane. <laughs> it's been crazy. So, anyway, so what do you think of uh, of, of his rendition of uh, the National Anthem? I think that whoever put him on that stage like that they ain't got a job. To, they ain't got a job to go to tomorrow. Ain't no way. There ain't no way. Okay. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I could have got up there and sang it better than that. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Oh, you. Oh, I'm about to say. Oh, I think he froze. Oh no. No, I'm, I'm up in here, man. I'm up in here. It's uh. Yeah, that that flavor flav situation was uh I don't know why they um they went that way. You know what I'm saying? It's I don't know. You could have just pulled somebody from the crowd. Like at least if you just pull somebody from the crowd, they could have just been like, all right, they just gonna fade away and nobody know you ain't even got to say their name when they stand out on the court uh and sing it, you know what I'm saying? But flavor flav, you like man, it it it'd have been better. It, it would have been better if you finished with that mug was like, yeah, boy. Like, that would have been. <laughs> like, that <laughs> That would have been hilarious. But, uh. Yeah, the way he disowned doing that. What's that? The way he would have been disowned. We, uh, he would have been on a, a private flight straight to damn Russia. <laughs> why? Uh, was I'm, I'm glad he didn't. I think a lot of people expected him to do it. I'm so glad he he somebody's yeah. publicist said you already on thin ice, bro. Don't yeah. fall through. Okay, so I mean, you know, I mean, he came with the one tone. You know, what I'm saying he tried to do a little something with it. Um, it was it was very much like um your first church solo. You know, what I'm saying like. <laughs> Where you like you seven eight years old and uh, they was like, hey, you get to sing this solo for the first time with the kid that ain't really uh ain't really got confidence in that, in that voice and he was like, hey, we about to go out here and do it, you know what I'm saying? This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, you know that type of deal. Given that's exactly what it was given. This little light of mine, because I was just like, this a joke. I thought it was like. I really thought it was like you know how like they do like the um the get ready for the Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, yeah. You know some award show was coming. Up. I'm like, cause there ain't no way these people really had him singing the national anthem before a game. And then when I saw the players, 
really real. This is really real. And I'm like, oh, they was embarrassed for them. They sitting there digging, can't even back, keep a straight, putting their head down. I'm like, they doing everything but singing along. Come on now. Yeah, yeah they, they, they I mean, and he, and he finished it strong. You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, yeah, it was different, man. Threw them hands up. He was ready. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, he went out there and did it. So, you I mean, know what, nope. you, you know what, you know what the um thing, remember on um coming to America and the boy dropped the mic? And he's oh, like, you're talking, about, you're talking about sexual chocolate? <laughs> Give it up for my band, Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> somebody Whatever his name is, that's it. That then you got the one person. That boy can yeah. sing. That boy can sing. Yeah, that was only one person in there. Like, woof. Like, they was happy they got through that one. But, hey, Flave, <laughs> hey, you did what you got to do, man. And now you ain't got to do it no more. Because I'm pretty sure ain't nobody calling you for that one. So, okay. uh, we, we appreciate the effort. <laughs> Appreciate the effort, you know what I'm saying? That was that was a good try, but uh, we gonna keep it moving. Another thing that was kind of interesting for this week's news, um, and we got we got to ask the question, you know what I'm saying? Is this is this a little spiteful thing? Is this a little like dig at at uh, uh Mr. Pippen? But uh, Marcus Jordan has put out that he would like his father, Michael Jordan, to be the best man in his marriage to Lars. Lars, Lars, is it Lars or Larsa? Larsa, Larsa. Anyways, like, what, what type of? I mean, like, is this a petty thing? Talk to me, Leah. This gotta be. This has to be like, yo, you came up my dad funky. So now, not only am I out here mashing, I'm about to be like, it's gonna be right beside me (laughs) when I marry yo. My former babysitter or something. Like, yo, this is crazy, man. So what do, what do you think the level of pettiness? Give me that one through ten. What's the level of pettiness? Because I feel like this is, is a super petty move. Like, they may be boys. They be like, yo, that's my son and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, yo, how, what's the level of pettiness? Knowing that last name about to change from Pippen to Jordan, the GOAT. Like, that's what, like she about to go from the number two to the number one last name. It's like, first of all, that's petty to the, that's 10 to the fucking 10th power. Let's just start there. Let's just start there. Secondly, I I seriously want to know what Scotty Pimpin did to piss the whole Jordan family off. Something happened. I feel like, I feel like the, the mom, the Jordan's ex, the first wife he had, yeah, yeah. I feel like Scotty might have slid up in that after. Because ain't nobody cut the whole family down. What you do, Scotty? Talk to us. Come up on the show and let us know what happened. <laughs> we know how to keep a secret. No, but honestly, really and truly, that is first. It was already a fucked up situation to begin with. Let, let's just start there. It's one thing for them to be. Oh, I used to baby. First of all, how you look at somebody that you used to babysit in any way, shape, or form? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get. There was kids that that grew up with my brother, my brothers, and my sisters. Mind you, these people only a year, two years, and with my little sister, like five years, six years younger than me. I still see them as little kids. There ain't no 
way you can you see this man as an adult like a 20 something 30 something however old he is and and he just doing some let me smash and you say yeah okay it's, it's, that's it's different man this is like this is the wildest this is wild like i mean I, you know i mean I, i've i've seen so i've seen too it's so much it's so much fun too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to see like every week. It's just like what, what mentally, what that man got to be going through. Because what you going, you going to tell my daddy, tell your son to stop fucking my ex wife, <laughs> brother. How that even? How that conversation even go? And then for Jordan to be like, I ain't stepping in it. To yeah, I'm the best man. It's like yeah. Oh, you taking them gut punches, but all right. Yeah, I mean, based based on this, uh, based on this this thing I I see from Complex, they talk about that is more or less a tradition that uh that Mike his, Michael has been the best man for his sons, right? So his son got married, his other son, his oldest son got married, and he was the best man in that wedding. So his younger brother is trying to continue that tradition of him being. The best man for his wedding. It's just interesting that he'll be right there with uh, you know what I'm saying? Like his former, his former uh ball mate, you know what I'm saying's ex marrying his son, which is just is extra crazy. I don't understand is with the best of friends, which is why I said, like, what happened? Yeah, I mean I, Hey, I mean, Pippen, Pippen has been saying a lot of things. He's been he been kind of out of pocket with uh, some of his statements over the last uh, since Jordan had that uh, the last dance documentary that played during 2020 when everybody was on lockdown. And uh, he was feeling some type of way because he felt like the documentary put him in a bad light. So Pippen has been com coming out like kind of shading Jordan's greatness or, or being considered the GOAT type deal. And he's oh, been kind of just belittling him a little bit. He got there without me, type people. Yeah, yeah. He's starting to he he be on that for real right now. Like so I'd now, I'd be the best best man ever. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He's like, I got a billion dollars, and I'm about to be a best man, be the best man like you ain't ever seen. Like he about he about to do it up. So yeah, it's, at, it's interesting. Wedding at my son, like yeah. at that point, it's like you're not even on my level. My son, fucking your girl, like. <laughs> He said, I sent in my henchmen to do the dirty work. <laughs> because. <laughs> he said, I ain't even want to put the work in. Like, I really want, I seriously want to know if this man is getting help. He just seemed like the type that will show up at the wedding ready to fight somebody. Yeah. And then, then be at the back of the wedding talking about some raggedy bitch. You know what I mean? Like one of them numbers. Yeah. Well, I, I hope not. But, you know, I mean, hey, when you get that level of money and that level of celebrity, it seems, it seems to be a thing that, you know what I'm saying, more people are just in their own circles. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, you've seen a lot of that. Like, you got the Kardashian joint. You got Travis Barker. You got, I mean, you had the thing where Travis Barker, he had an old memoir came out that he wanted to knock out, uh, knock up Kim. But now he married to Courtney and just had a kid with her. Now, here's the thing about that. Like, here's the thing. I think at that point in time, everybody know Kim was with it. I mean, you letting Ray J speed up on. 
<laughs> you know, Kim is witty. No, but I think she just came out at a time in most men's life where it was one of those things y'all spend a lot of time alone thinking about, you know? But I mean, but that's the, but also, I mean, I look at it like in, like I said, in that money bracket. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. there's only a limited amount of people in that bracket. You know what I'm yep. saying? So Muggs is kind of getting like yeah. passed around yeah. a little bit. Like, oh, oh, you with her now? And then it just yeah. be like two years later. Oh, you with her now? Like everybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's kind of interesting. It's like high school. Like high school. No, no. It's, it, it really is. But at the same time, and it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, how many kids she collecting on, you know what I'm saying? At least in her case, her all her kids by the same man. You know what I'm mm. saying? Whereas you got people like Larsa, I'm certain she about to get. Oh, wait to the wait to the grandkids get here. Gotta but get money, stay in it. Got to stay in the family. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. And <laughs> like, I don't know. I I I legitimately. If that's if that's a if that's a, a a person that I've already um disengaged from, if mm. I'm no longer that the person who I was 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago, right. when I tell you I could give less than a damn what anybody right. is doing out there. So you couldn't you couldn't have got me out of my house mm. to even address anything you was asking me about what that man did on his documentary because right, right. he it ain't like he broke so it's like I mean he ain't got the deals like he ain't a billionaire but right, you know right. he's still a multi-millionaire you know he's retired he's not doing shit with his life and to come to come out of retirement so to speak to speak on some bullshit yeah I mean, it is what it is. Folks be having a, uh, they be having a pride hurt, and you know, and now with social media, you know, what I'm saying everybody's, uh, everybody's the news anchor, and when you can be the news anchor for yourself, you know, what I'm saying you can exactly. tell your own story. So that's what it is. They felt like the news was breaking, and he was like, "Oh, I gotta get out here and break it." Yeah, yeah, and that's exact. And I'm like, it's, ew. yeah. How yeah. do you entertain that? Yeah. How do you entertain that? I, I, I'm just, I feel like he took an L on that one and he got what he deserved. So, yeah, I mean, some people, uh, especially, you know, now everybody want to, um, you know, you got to stay relevant, no matter if it's good or bad on that social That's media right. game. So, if you got some type of celebrity, no matter if it's good or bad, you're like, oh, somebody talking about me. Are you in the, are you in the mentions? That's what you're what they worried about. Yeah. And long as they talk and he don't mm -hmm. keep but that's crazy to me yeah. like i just i th there's just no way i'm going to allow anybody to break up my peace like that yeah hey it, it, it was broke but he he out there so anyways um you know talking about that but we gonna go over there and uh i guess throw some congratulations you know what i'm saying to uh sierra man you know what i'm saying you got russell wilson out here doing like things like hey i'm listening i hear you babe you know what I'm saying? For your birthday, I heard you was on the interview. You was talking about, man, I really love me some Waffle House. And I wish a Waffle House here and there and this and that. And my let me get my eggs like this. And let me get my 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 on hash browns like this. And Sketch. you know, you know, Russell, you know Russell Wilson did. He went out there, he for her for Sierra's birthday. He went out there, rented out a whole Waffle House and said, Hey, we're gonna have a party in this Waffle House. Mm. Uh, we're gonna eat waffles and all this. Greasy ass food that's up in here. 
And uh, so I put that thing on on our little uh, you know, our Facebook page and stuff like that. Right. To say, hey, was this was this lame or was this romantic? And it seemed like you know what I'm saying a lot of people was like, yo, this romantic. Aaliyah, where are you at on that on the romantic or lame type deal? It is very romantic, and 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 don't let nobody come out here, you know, and tell you that's not something that they want. You know what I'm saying? It's like I feel like there are people are so disconnected from love as what love is, and they mm -hmm. they attach that they've attached the word love to any and everything that makes them feel good and it's not the same you know what i'm saying it's literally not the same that man loved his wife enough to go out there not just not just loved her enough but but like you said really listen to her and tap into her enough to be like my baby says she want waffle house i guarantee you he got stock in waffle house right now and if he don't own a few but he definitely went out there and got his baby a little Waffle House so she can go out there and, and get a piece of her nostalgia growing up in Georgia because they out in like Seattle or something or mm -hmm. Denver or wherever he playing sports at. Yeah, up with okay, so like I'm like, even when they was at, I think it was Seattle, they own mm -hmm. a part of some soccer team out there. Like the fact that he's really to have a man not only be able to allow you to live fully and comfortable comfortably in your femininity but to also not be you know he's out there making a bacon and everything but to also come home with flowers and waffle house like come on <laughs> i feel like that combo only can be said if you're a multi-millionaire and a woman cool with that like <laughs> Come on with flowers and waffle house, and they be like, "Say it's not even that. It is the principle of it." And I think everybody is missing the principle. Whether you, whether you, they look at it as, "Oh, oh my God, he out here just doing dumb shit," you know, da da da. I'm like, he's listening to his woman. See, again, everybody out here after the immediate. This man, he he throwing the long joints, like yeah, yeah. Because when she dropped this baby, 18 <laughs> gonna be pregnant again. I guarantee you. <laughs> That's mine. We had the whole brood. But she's those are the things that she's gonna remember later, you know, long term in their marriage. It's like, remember that time and you did this, you did that, that he really listened to her. And it's just like let me first of all, let me get a man. Let's start there. But assuming I had one. Let that man bring me some damn Swedish fish and some Taco Bell. That's the shit that just <laughs> okay. That's what light my fire. It's simple. It's simple. It's but it wasn't so much the Taco Bell or the so it's the fact that I this is something I know you like. I don't know how your day went, but you mm. sound a little different on the phone. So I'm gonna bring you some Swedish fish. I'm gonna bring you some Taco Bell because I know you're gonna get in a better mood. Because when you in a better mood. I can get in the mood, and we just be in the mood together. And we good. <laughs> Bring me some scattered smother home fries over <laughs> over two over easy eggs. Oh, and these strawberry waffles. Oh, there you go. Hey, you out there doing it? Hey, you know what I'm saying. So that's always good, especially with a, uh, a pregnant woman, and she got you know what I'm saying a, a particular craving. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you and you feeding that that craving that she got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, it's better to just go ahead and buy a Waffle House 
He so did. You know, you know, you can just call it whenever and be like, "Yo, this woman over here wants some weirds." <laughs> Y'all hook that up real quick. I'm coming through. Number the Waffle House, and, and and or if he didn't buy a Waffle House, he damn sure, excuse me, brought into the franchise. If if there's not a Waffle House in Denver, you should Google that. See if yeah. there's a Waffle House in Denver. If it's not, I guarantee you it'll be some near by the time she get pregnant again. <laughs> yeah, no, he'd be ready. He'd be like, yeah, we ain't got to fly nowhere. We're going to go down the street and get this exactly. Waffle House real quick. Exactly. Good to go. So, hey, shout, shout out to that Denver quarterback, man. Uh, you know, some of them dudes be hating on Russell Wilson, man, but he be doing his thing, man. He making sure he making sure it's good or good, man. You know what I'm saying? He out there, you know, so making sure his girl are good and taking and taking all them fatherly pictures with little future. And just <laughs> that was petty. That was because that was yeah. I loved it. It was tight. I was there with him. He was like, don't it, I love how every time future got something to say or future this is my son. Like me and my son, because what <laughs> you ain't even got him. He's like, yeah, hey, look, you know. That's but that's the best part is you can't even be mad on the photo. the club. You can't be mad on the photo. You just out here like, well, damn, like what you gonna be mad? You gonna write a, a horrible comment on that photo, and then you look dumb because he out here like I'm killing it being a great dad to, to little, your kid. Little future before you be like little future Wilson. He'd be like I'm out here. <laughs> Look, here you go. You've been calling me lame the entire time I've been fucking your girl. Meanwhile, one marriage, you know, one marriage, a couple of more million dollars and four kids later. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So he out there doing his thing. So, hey, shout out Russell Wilson. Keep doing your thing, man. And Sierra, you know what I'm saying? Have a continue to have a, a great and healthy pregnancy. And you know when the when the baby pop out, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm pretty sure Russell's gonna be right there. So uh, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you gonna give her six to eight weeks or eight to twelve? I don't know how that works. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey, she, hey, she may, she may try. She, he, might. he might. She may try to attack him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that type of thing. Look, I can see that. <laughs> that. Uh, well, um, you know, so. Also, you know, over the past uh, weeks or so, uh, we didn't get a chance to put it out on the podcast, but we want to make sure uh, we say a rest in peace to, to Shaft. You know, Rich Roundtree uh, passed away, I think, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, I mean, spawned a whole bunch of shows. He was fantastic during the 70s in uh, Black Exploitation movies, was there going, uh, leading the charge, and then, um, of course, moving over into the mainstream. So, he was the uh was the hood superhero man. He uh he was doing things uh for the street folks and Shaft was out there uh making things happen. So uh you know, rest in peace to Richard Roundtree, um, you know, uh aka Shaft, you know what I mean? And then uh also, you know what I'm saying, for those that are sports fans, and I'm an Indiana boy, and then both of my parents, they graduated from Indiana University uh this last week. Uh Bobby Knight. Passed away was one of the great college coaches. Uh, spawned a lot of uh, a lot of NBA players like Isaiah Thomas, um, you know, and things of that nature. That went to IU. He was the coach for them, and then as well as one of the greater, another great great college coach, Mike Shashevsky. Mike Shashevsky, Coach K. That was uh, you know the coach for uh, Duke. He was his college coach at Army. 
So it's one of those things that he he spawned like two of the greatest uh, players in uh, in basketball, or one as a coach and then one as a as a college player as well as an NBA player. So um, you know, rest in peace to those uh, those two individuals. Um, they had a great impact in their particular fields. Shout out Hoosier Nation, you know what I'm saying? Gotta gotta represent for the Hoosiers. Gotta gotta got it right up there, you know what I'm saying? The state be out there. So um, yeah, represent for them. So rest in peace for them. But also in uh celebratory uh ways, we got Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh they had their whole ceremony and everything that popped off. If you got Disney Plus or Hulu, I think it may be on Hulu too. You can see the whole ceremony. Uh, one of the biggest things of the ceremony is you had Missy Elliott out there, and most of these Rock and Roll Hall of Fame situations. They're performing. So you get a little concert of uh, of the folks that are out there. They have a little mashup. So Missy Elliott went out and did her thing. Of course, get your freak on. You know what I'm saying? She was out there killing it. Um, also, you had Shaka Khan that was out there. She got inducted. Um, and they had some uh, cool presenters um, as well. So Big Boy from Outcast was one of the presenters uh, for some of the people in, uh, in, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Go ahead, Aaliyah. What were you about to say? presenters Pre presenters there you go i'll say it better presenters my bad my words is it was coming off like yeah. i got i got i got lick, lick the lips a little bit my <laughs> presenters presenters there you go you know what i'm saying so uh ll cool j let me ll that joint <laughs> oh shoot, man! But uh, congratulations to them. You know, what I'm saying Missy. You know, what I'm saying I posted on our on our Facebook, man. Missy is my favorite female rapper ever. Like she, honestly, she is the only female rapper. Well, I I bought one Queen Latifah album, but Missy Elliott is the only female rapper that I have purchased. Will go to the CD rack when I was CDs would be like I'm getting that because records. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm out. I'm at the BX, the PX. Like, what up? Where that joint at? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know. So it's uh Missy. Missy was it. You know what I'm saying? She uh she changed the game. So um yeah. So congratulations to them out there. Uh, also, uh, you got one other thing that was kind of crazy out there you had uh you know joe smith anybody know who joe smith was he was an nba nba dude you know what I'm saying? he found out uh <laughs> see, like this this was kind of the craziest thing he found out i guess on instagram or something from his uh from his lady some, a his, friend of a friend something something happened. something happened where he ended up finding out that his wife who used to be a porn star uh was doing uh x-rated business venture aka only fans no, no, no. used huh? to be as in that's what she was when they met in right there. right 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 yeah yeah, yeah not, she, like, oh she used to be like back in the day before no 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 when he met her when he met her she was a adult film star and then they got linked married been married for a little bit come to find out behind his back that's the part behind his back was conducting only fans for me it may be like everybody has a different reaction if they know up front there's a lot of things that could be different if you know up front compared to finding out on the back end it's a lot of stuff like they could be uh, it's like hey i bought this this 500 dress well 
hey, if you would have told me up front, maybe it's not a big deal. But all of a sudden, I'm looking at the uh, credit card statement like, where's this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are things that if you just say it up front, it may be a different. He could have been like, yo, I'm about to jump in them joints with you. Or, oh, this is something you want to do. Like, okay, I met you. Like, But to be like, oh, I'm I'm playing a different role than what I'm really doing. And then you got a whole nother thing going on and everybody else gets to see it. But he ain't even saying Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a little different. So, Aaliyah, talk to me. You know what I'm saying? One of the things she said in the video as well was, uh, it's my body. Yeah. Type deal. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. also it was like, hey, how you not how you not yeah. let me know? How I, I thought it was a are we separate or a partnership? Are we in this together? Are we in this separate? Like, what is the whole situation? So talk to me, Aaliyah, man. Give me your perspective. First and foremost, I don't need permission to do nothing I do with my body. This is my body. I will agree with her on that aspect. On that aspect. Is that, in, is that in any status? Is that, or is that just... No, is that no, no, no. Uh, just, it's just a generalized okay. statement. Gotcha. And, 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 and it's to preface my response to him because, like you said, if we're... Because we have no idea what other conversations took place prior to mm -hmm. or the back half of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The only thing I can think of is, like you said, they met when I was an adult. I being, you know, yeah. you met me, I was an adult porn star. You met me, I was, uh -huh. you know, getting getting that low. <laughs> I was getting low <laughs> on everybody. And you can yeah. Google, you can Google me today and still, yeah, yeah, yeah. See what, see what was happening. You know, yeah. so. My thing is this. I feel like there was a point, there was a particular point in time where the expectation was, I'm marrying you. I'm going to take care of you. You don't have to do that anymore. Right. Important because let's say 20 years later, I didn't even know who the fuck Joe Smith was until he popped up on Instagram. That just right. goes, like, he's not a name like Michael Jordan. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So, that being said, I already know you don't have the type of of extra money Jordan got. Well, I mean, I could say, look, hear okay. me out. When I say extra money, I mean right now, if Jordan decide he's gonna come out with a new sneaker, that man ain't played not bas not ba yeah, basketball. basketball. I'm about to say baseball, but like he ain't played basketball in what 20, 25 years at this point. Yeah. About. Yep. So, but but he gonna have a flock of people out there, you know, doing it. Ready to get him. Smith could walk by me in the damn grocery store. He could be filming a commercial in the. You know what I'm saying? I still wouldn't know who that man is. Joe <laughs> Smith. That's just. It's just so. Yeah. That being said, I mean, I don't feel like they had the cushion because. Who knows why she went out there to do it? Like she said, her body, her choice. However, I feel like a conversation was had. You ain't got to be doing with other people. You ain't got to be laid up on your bed. She's not doing nothing with nobody else. She there by herself. Relieving herself. I, I got you. I got you. So if somebody want to pay me, yep. Let's just say she pulling in an average of 25, 30,000 a month. Let's just say 25 mm -hmm. a month. Mm -hmm. 
That's still better than what the fuck she would have been doing. True. It's still better than what she's possibly doing right now. And we don't, uh, and again, we don't know the back half or the front half. We don't know what, what the prequel was. We making assumptions about what is going to be. Oh, I wouldn't let my wife do da 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 da. But if your wife was felt so threatened by the financially threatened by the fact that you're not providing, she got to go out here and do something. But she ain't gonna break the covenant of her marriage to be out there doing what she are, what you done already told her that you don't want her doing. We don't know. I'm not saying they are poor. I'm just saying they're not as comfortable as Michael Jordan. So, well, I mean, I, I would just have to say, like, um, you know, he could have, if saver, you know, I don't know his financial background. Say he made bad uh, business decisions, <laughs> but he, but he was a, uh, you know, he wasn't in the money that they're making right now. But he made, uh, you know, uh, like twenty, twenty to forty million dollars, right? So, I mean. That's decent. Don't know what he's spending on. Don't know if he was a business person and like, hey, I got business popping off. I got investments. I got whatever. Like he, point, you he, already he, know. I don't look. You're hey, people out here. No superstar. That's the crazy thing. She wasn't like a superhead or a Janet Jackman or whoever. She was just random porn girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so now you. Now you're belittling his porn star choices. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying it's not like it's not one of those things where the two of them can't, you know, had some some they had good money, but yeah. I don't feel like they were fiscally responsible in which she feels a need to do what she's doing right now. I mean, and he made he made 61 million in his career. I mean, I'm just saying, who's to say is a need for her? Maybe it's just tough thing, you know? I don't know. Maybe she misses the industry. I don't know. You know what I mean? Again, I mean, I mean it's a snippet of the larger conversation and everybody with the whole, I'm not letting my girl, I'm not going to let my who going to. That's the you and yours. But I it mean, I feel you. I mean, I feel you. I mean, it does say like, you know, I'm reading an article. It does talk about he made 61 million over the course of his career, uh, but he only ended up seeing about 18 million due to taxes, agent fees and other expenses. Uh, he was a num he was the number one pick in the 95 NBA draft, yeah. uh, but he was very open about his financial problems over the years. So, yeah, it could be a money issue, but also it's one of those things where like, I don't know if the, uh, you know, with the money issue situation, it, it comes down to, was this like, you think this was like an out for her? About to be like, yo, I'm stacking dough to bounce? You say, that's all, because I'm like, why wouldn't, if y'all in it together, why wouldn't you be like, hey, I'm about to do this so we can stack money? It's not that, it's, it, I feel like that's one of those, uh, and, and I think every marriage faces that, or has that conversation every marriage is, uh, gets to that point where hey we need to sit down and talk about this this the finance situation right right and if you're thinking back like you said he's been open with his financial woes and the shit he's going through because at 20 something years old when he got drafted he didn't is 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 not set up back then like it was right now so you'll have somebody letting you blow through all that money you yeah. still give these people the eight years of your life you know what i'm right, saying right. 
that being said, is is like I feel like, and again, he married a porn star, so I just mm-hmm. feel like he's not. He didn't have that that knowledge to be like, let me get with somebody who, you know what I mean? If he was <laughs> looking for, if he was looking for wholesome, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. So I'm just anyway. <laughs> Sorry, my look, my ADHD and a wholesome. I mean, <laughs> she a well, wholesome? We, we, no, we're talking about WHO. Oh no, not not HO. No, gotcha. But no, it's, I just feel like I don't think that they were fiscally responsible. In which that again, we're back at it. Your job is to protect and provide. Yeah, and if you're not doing that, I don't feel safe. And if I don't feel safe. I need to do something because who you know again women I think by nature we're 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 just planners we're thinkers we're strategic with things like I need to figure something out because I don't know what the fuck he got going on but we're no longer in a place where I'm comfortable and me arguing with you every day me going back and forth like think about it yeah you aren't required to what back then they wasn't finishing their degrees I'm betting on my ball career. You know what I mean? So it's just like, what else you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, what else do you have? You didn't, I, I, did he graduate college with a usable degree? Did he do anything since, you know, post, uh, you know, MBA career? No, you didn't do nothing. So you just been sitting on this money, blowing through it. And now that it's run out, you surprised your wife. Regardless as to what she was and who she was, but you right. surprised that she not comfortable, and she yeah. want to do what she can do to make sure that you know the home is provided for. Boy, when I tell you, women know how to f up. We will f up. I mean, I'm I ain't got time to be sitting here falling in love. I got five kids. I got a house. I got car. No, I got a maintenance fee. We we we're we're planning how. Yeah. how how do I get out of this? How do I go to the next or whatever happened? I mean, also, I'm kind of like, uh, like, I, I wonder why she uh, decided to put that on the gram, though. Like, that whole conversation. Was that like, because I'm like, all right, does she, does she, was, she was she protecting herself? Like, yo, this dude can so. knock my head off? I think so, which leads me to believe this is not the first time that they had a conversation to this effect. You know what I mean? Like, this this seems to be a continuing conversation. It also seems to be one of those things where think about it. She because how many people don't went to her OnlyFans page to sign up to see what she's doing now? Yeah, people, that's true. Like this was it was marketing. People done Googled her since she did with hey, Do you, you think uh you think it was the hustle like uh Kiki Palmer? No, 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 no. I think with that one, he legitimately like I said, it's a continuation of conversations. And right now, she filmed it. One, yes, she knew she was going to get a reshit. I don't think she thought he was going to react like that. So, yeah, she did. I'm going to fuck on live because if you haul off and swing on me, I want this shit recorded. That way I can take the rest of what you got in your accounts. You know what I mean? Because you're going to jail. So, I feel like it was a continuous conversation. She's been recording. I just think that during that particular time, I got to go live. Because he's about, right. This is different. I'm about, to, I'm about to say some wild stuff, and now we gotta see what he gonna react to. Like. At that point, he knew, and he asking her, 
You know, then her whole thing is, well, let me get ahead of the curve and go and get a couple more fans. I bet you in the next six to eight months, it's going to get real wild. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, hey, I feel in that situation. I feel like that. I feel like this could have been like an easy joint because based on the, the whole layout, I mean, of course, like the money situation, hey, he was whatever, he had his money. But I feel like knowing that he already married a porn, like, I feel like that was nothing but a conversation of like, yo, we in this, I got something I can do to provide. I'm yep. about to do this. It's not going to involve any blah, blah, blah. You already know I did this. My stuff is already out there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So really, I can just make some money off of this. Boom, 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 boom. And then you. So I, I almost feel like that would have been the combo when you like, like determining where or, his mind at. Yep. Compared or, to being found like after the fact, where you like, eh, like you know what I'm saying? Or I'm about to say, or he didn't ask her a few. I feel like this is one of those things where he asked her about it. They was having a conversation and it started to escalate when he realized he don't get a cut, he don't get a slice of that pie. It wasn't for the team. It, it was not oh, so my money for the team, but your money ain't for the team. No, no, no. I think like I said, I feel like she's preparing. She is preparing. These kids grown, they out the house. It's time for me to bounce. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like yeah. when you and it goes back to that whole when you're work, you know, you're you're married and you're trying to work things out. I don't think I don't think I can ever be with a man who's not as who's not as ambitious or more ambitious than I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm okay with you. We out here, we're getting it, we're doing it. But if you a bump on the log and and what I mean by that is, babe, we we not happy and or we need. Yeah, it should never be we need. Right. It could be I would like, I would want. Yeah. But I shouldn't come to you and be like, I need, we need the fuck. You ain't yeah. doing it. Provide, protect and provide. It's, yeah. Again, it's yeah. like the thing is this is the same thing is the same scenario or the same concepts. Keep every argument. It's the same thing. Yeah. You're, yeah. It's like you don't do A, you're not going to get B. You if you don't if you're not, if you're not doing B, then C not going to happen. C not happening. I'm not staying. I don't need to get all the way to the end of the alphabet to realize we're the fucked up situation. I ain't trying to be in this boat with you. <laughs> yeah, I got. You. I, I got can you. go back to what I was doing and make my money back. Like yeah. Get out under them streets. Ron Jeremy said, <laughs> <laughs> You brought up, oh, like, woo, yeah, yeah. yeah it ain't go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> just acting uninterested. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this, this is a weird, uh, you know, hey, everybody got their weird they interactions. And it's uh, no matter, no matter how we feel about it, no matter what we comment on it, no matter. What we think, mm -hmm. what our opinion is, what we would do, what we that's that's what was the little meme go? Uh, that's you, but me, yeah. I'm gonna I'm do what I need to do. Like, something if it's not a price that you're willing to pay or or something you can't afford, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. They can afford it, and I don't mean that in a financial sense. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, yeah, that's Let's interesting. Uh, that's interesting the way that. that 
claw out there. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting way that played out. Interesting way that played out. But uh, worse. <laughs> well, we gonna uh, we gonna keep it moving. I think that was the news of the week. We done hit a lot of different topics. Um, also, you know what I'm saying? Uh, news that we talked about before. You had Jeezy and uh and his uh, soon to be ex. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy decided to come out with a little album. You know what I mean? So. I happened to check it out. It came out on the third. Uh, checked out the album. Um, give you a little little breakdown, at least my my take on it. So uh, came out on the third, like I said. It's called uh, "I Might I Might Forgive, But I Do Not Forget." You know, so everybody was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be some stuff about uh, you know maybe the relationship or something like that on there." So this is an hour and twenty six minutes of music, twenty nine songs, yo, twenty nine songs in this joint uh the first i don't know the first 10 it feels like it's two albums so I, I would say like the first 10 first 12 uh songs they sounded like somebody else's songs right so beat wise it sounded like some young folks put the young folks beats on there very trappy and uh you know what the young folks be doing the second half of the album all you heard at the beginning was justice league so it was a lot of songs that were beats that he was used to. It felt like these were recorded, like, or at least beats that he had previously and was just not uh, writing to him because he wasn't putting out albums like that. Mm -hmm. And he got these beats and he sounded like Jesus. And he was telling stories and he was getting like, it was, it was good. Like the second half of the album, which like when I look on, uh, you know, I usually use Amazon music for, for my music. The second half of the album does not have as high ratings on uh on amazon because maybe people just got it was a long ass album they got it was like damn this long as hell but a lot of those songs on the back side were way better songs than anything on the front they had more than three word hooks they had like they had a little story hook you know what i'm saying they had like a whole little 16 of a hook you had uh something that had some harmony in the background and had different sounds and gave you a little kind of that mixture of kind of how Jeezy is like that mixture of East Coast and South. It was yeah. like all the, like all that stuff was happening. And it was like, oh, this is like the Jeezy I know. Like, so that second half of the album, legit ride with it. Um, that first half was very much like listening to little whoever because Jeezy didn't even sound comfortable rapping on it. Like you could tell that it was like he wrote it down. It felt like he wrote it down. And then he was like, I got to read this, yeah. this beat. And it's not really a beat that I ride with. Right. And that's right. what you could almost tell it in those first few songs. <laughs> and I'm about to say, this is like the, I think, third or fourth album we've talked about in the past few weeks that has have, have done the same thing where you have older, mm, I don't like to use the word older. Veteran, veteran. There you go. Veteran, veteran hip hop artists yeah, who. Yeah coming out and they're having these more than 10 albums but I'm like I feel like it's one of those things where they are ensuring that the because of the way music is going the way a lot of them are performance performers are artists they're you know getting into other things the whole nine yards and it's like um I'm just gonna give you what I owe you and I'm gonna back out of this yeah well, I mean, this was, this was on his own uh, his own label. It was on CTE, so he had his own label deal. So it, I think, very much like we were talking about with the the Drake deal and stuff like that, where it's I'm gonna give you a whole bunch of stuff, 
because yep. like myself i didn't like the first half of the album second half of the album i'm cool with so yeah. then i would be like you know if i was a purchaser hey i'm a purchaser's album you have younger people that may be all on that trappity whatever mm -hmm. the you know what I'm saying that style for the first half of the album and they like oh they listen to the first 10 they like that's fire and they gonna go they about to buy it off of the first 10. Yeah. so he's hitting both sides of it and i think that's a lot of what people are doing now is um artist wise where you go like why is there so many damn songs but that's what they're doing they're playing both sides of the fence you know what i'm and saying i'm about to say and and i also think that as artists sometimes you know there's just something like something driving you. It's like, I just got to get this out. I don't know yeah. if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I don't know what it is, but I need to write to it. I need to do, you know, whatever, just so that it's out my system so it can mm. clear my space and clear the way for more art, more, right, right. more of that. Um, I feel like if and ever, my baby daddy, Andre 3000, decides mm. he's going to put out an album. Please First, do. Um, yes, please. I, I need, you know, mama need child support. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just feel like because of how he was way back when, before we knew who they were, we're back when he was the AT alien. You know what I'm saying? Way right. back, way back. Like it was easier for him to make music because he was still within his comfort group, his settings. When they started going on tours and he had his nervous breakdown, he started, or Nervous breakdown, for lack of a better word, because it was a whole anxiety. It was a whole lot of shit wrapped up into one. But I feel like him learning who he is as an artist mm -hmm. and him dealing with his anxieties and his social issues and everything like that. I still feel like he's he's just an introspective man where they have a whole lot. They're thinking a whole lot more than they're saying. So when he finally sits down to to bridge that gap between what he's thinking and putting it out as art. Right. Yeah. I'll give him another set of twins. <laughs> Cause that's my boo. But um <laughs> but no, but that's I just think like, you know, another thing like J. Cole, I I thought I heard him coming out with an album or he's Yeah, it's look like they talking about how um uh, you know look out, you know what I'm saying, J. Cole uh, J. Cole confirmed that him and uh, Kendrick Lamar are looking to come with an album, which is going to be fire. Look, look just, just saying those two names together, you like, oh, it's going to be fire. So, uh, so that'll be, that'll be fun. Right, right now, because yeah. I'm going to that concert. Yeah, he, he said that was a real thing. So he, he said uh, that's that's getting worked on. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, uh, that type right. of thing being put together. So that's going to be fun. Okay. But, but even like with Kendrick Lamar, he's also put out books. He's done poetry. He's just, I feel like he's, 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 he's a dabbled. true artist. He's, huh? he's, he's a true, a true artist. artist. Okay. about to say, and like most true artists of, you know what I'm saying? It's like, he's moving into the whole, let's better our people arena. You know what I mean? Like the, you know, way back when we had um, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X saying, for the most part, the same objectives right. or same goal, different objectives, you know, right. as a way to get there. I see that with Kendrick Lamar and, and um, 
and J. Cole. You know what I mean? I just feel like I just see to see the shift in the veteran hip hop club as opposed to these drugs. Oh, I couldn't call them yeah. drugs. I mean, you it's not it's not dealers, they it's users. We went from a we went from the dealers to the to, to the to the partiers to the users. Because I would say the partiers, you had a in 2000. I would say that 2000, 2010, you had partiers where it was like, okay, we partying, we drinking, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was that. And then you went to the users. Like, it's users and abusers now. Yes. And it's so sad to me. It is so sad to me. It's just like, I want to ask them, what do you think you, what are you going to jail for? Like, what are you going to jail for? What are you trying to achieve by going to jail before putting out music? I feel like they think the right, it's a rite of passage. And I'm just like, and again, J. Cole lyrics come back to me where he's like, um, um, what is it like? Too many, too many of our brothers spending their birthdays in jail. Like, how many birthdays you going to send in jail? You can't even turn up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you could turn up, I guess. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, whatever. Yeah, up, but I mean, you know, Mister, I like jelly on mine. Come to sing your happy birthday. I like you, and I want you, and I got to have you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you gotta do it. I mean, hey, doing what you do isn't interesting. But yeah, it's hopefully, uh, you know, what I'm saying it's it's gonna continue. We got we got music coming. You know, what I'm saying next, I I I've gotta still listen to. Mary J album, so I'm gonna come with that next week. We're gonna listen to Mary J joint, make sure everything's lovely uh on that. Uh so look forward to that. So we're gonna continue on. We're gonna move on to a little black excellence popping off. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something. I don't know if uh Aaliyah got something, but I'm gonna bring up something from my city, uh, you know, Indianapolis. Uh Mike Epps, one of our stars of Indianapolis, he's out there, got a got a nice little show that's coming out on uh uh, I think it's on TLC or HGTV or whatnot. Um, yeah. It's called Buying Back the Block. And he's going through Buying Back the Block in Indianapolis. So making sure, uh, you know, we're going to be upgrading stuff and doing the things that's kind of going to document uh, things that are going on uh, with that of Buying Back the Block in, in his hometown of Indianapolis, a.k.a. my hometown of Indianapolis. You know what I'm saying? Uh, West Side. All right. Road, you know what I'm saying? We was out there, Pike Township, doing what we do. No. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, that's how we have I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? Andy, you know what I mean? You know what's up? Uh, did you have any uh black excellence that you saw over the week? Yes, and I wind up sending it in our group chat, and I cannot Jesus Christ, I can't oh, no. even think of it right now. I let forgot. Me, let me see if I let me see if I got it. I think it was about the uh the building. Um, let's see. Let me pull it up. 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 It was two of them I sent. I know you had the one about uh, the Black-owned Atlanta media and entertainment business yeah. spiritual yeah. world. That was that. Uh, and they closed oh. on a seven-story or a seven-figure building uh, for a creative space for creators, entrepreneurs, music artists, and business owners uh, there in the city of Atlanta. Yes. That was one of them. Um, I I... I don't know who to thank specifically for that, but I know, honestly, telling the truth, Tiana Taylor did this about a few years back when she called it, I think it's called the auntie space or something before Mm -hmm. she, now you see she's literally bridging out. She's launching her. So again, creative talent, it pours out of you when you, you know what I mean? You're just like, I'm not 
happy with this one thing or this is not the only way I express. So I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. Um, that being said, to know that there is a black owned facility allowing people to not only just get into the industry, but have these spaces in which they can record. They can, you know, do photo shoots. They can do, you know, whatever it is we do on our artist. Our, yes. Artistic spectrum. Um, mm -hmm. I ran into a guy, I uh, was buying books online because that's just what I be doing. Oh, that's just what I be doing. But I ran into a guy who just recently opened a book boutique. So it's one of these, well, here in Philadelphia, we do support the arts of all arts. So mm -hmm. we have buildings that um, are no longer used as living spaces. They're, you know, they're creative spaces. So, um, you know, he brought a space up in there um it literally houses wall-to-wall -wall books a lot of them are black authors transgender authors like literally um or the lgbtqia plus all of them all of them support my babies proud ally but but he brought like he focuses on that because one if you haven't been paying attention a lot of our books are being banned. Mm -hmm. A lot of our books are being um, not being brought up by um, the the libraries, so they don't even have them available. Um, a lot of the smaller libraries that were located in the um, the more inner city, they're being closed down because. You can't you don't have black authors and black books, which black kids and black neighborhoods want to read about. You know what I mean? And then you close them down. So they're limiting our sources. And I'm like, why wouldn't you want to learn about the history? Why wouldn't you want to learn about the possibility of what you can be? And I, and or why, why wouldn't you want to read about as a person who um, not me just saying in general, if I identify as one of the alphabets, you know what I'm saying? And I want to go, especially younger kids, I want to go somewhere where I can read up on it, think about it. How do I tell my mom? How do I talk to my kids? And you're telling me you don't have that? It's mm -hmm. a library. It's a library. But we right. read in the, in the head by a racist damn author. Like, yeah. so, you know, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to to them really succeeding. I'm looking forward to a whole lot of business being done and being made with them. And I'm looking forward to them um to to anyone who uses that space to break out into, you know, the level of marketing that they do at like, you know, pharmaceuticals or you know uh, what I mean? Like Super yeah. Bowl. You know what I mean? Just really taking it up there to say we we can do this we we can excel in this arena too so yeah yeah that is fantastic uh doing doing big things and you always got to make sure that we're supporting them with those books and things of that nature hey we need it maybe maybe uh maybe you need to hit that person up man and see if we can get them on the show that'd be i mean you know that'd be got a cool little deal you know yeah. see if you out there and see if you can pull that together let me see what he's doing. Yeah, he's doing. yeah. So we have to make that happen. Well, you know, since we was already talking about books, uh, we got another little top four. We doing them a little different. I had my top four last week, more on the music front. But Aaliyah's all about them books, all about getting your mind right in the literary space. So we got a nice little top four. Aaliyah going to hit us with some book knowledge and get y'all top fours that y'all need to be putting in your library. Talk to us, Aaliyah. 
Yes. Um. So the top fours, and I wouldn't even say that they are in a particular order. I just think these are the um, top four books that everybody should should have in their library because you know it it covers pretty much every quadrant of your life. We we gonna get to it. So um, the first one would be Rich Dad Poor Dad. Number two would be called it's called the Cash Flow Quadrant by um, Robert he, um, Kiyosaki. K-I-Y-O-S-A-K-I. -I. That's that's how you spell his last name. Um, that one's going pretty much teach you about your not so much teach you about your fine your particular finances, at least to um have you figure out how money flows. You know what I mean? How your money flows so you know where to put your time and energy. You align up what you you know, doing something you love and something you're really good at and figuring out how that works. Um and, you know, you then be well on your way to be financially, you know, set. The second book I want to recommend is Medical Medium by Anthony William. Um, so this one is the, the honestly, really and truly Medical Medium literally addresses where, you know, you have folks who go to the hospital. They're sick all the time. They don't know why they're sick. They don't know what's going on. He kind of addresses that. I mean, take it for a grain of salt. I've done this before. Um, it's like a 21 day fast sort of. Um, and what it does is you, this is the celery root diet for anybody out there who has any idea of what that is. Drink literal organic celery juice every morning, first thing in the morning. It's, it does all the, the one, great, wonderful things, to get your body moving and grooving to get you to the next set. He does have some other books out there to tell you which, where to go next for your, your particular issue. But um, the medical median, everybody should have great place to start for you to go on your, to start your own holistic journey. And that's coming from, you know, it's coming from a vet who get tired of going to the doctor. So, you know, that's that. Um, another one I recommend on everybody should have this is the four agreements. Um, that one's by Miguel Ruiz. The four agreements, um, are pretty much, um, it's a book about how to deal with self. Um, when instead of trying to, it, it, it goes back into that quote, be the change you want to see in the world. Instead mm -hmm. of trying to tell everybody where they're wrong, where they need to fix stuff, how you need to do, focus on you, turn it inward. Figure, figure you out before you get out here doing any and everything else. Before you spend 20 years in a marriage you don't want to be in. Before you spend 20 years, 30 years in a career you don't want to be in. Or while you career hopping because you can't focus because it's something. Focus on you. Get you together before you go anywhere else in search of anywhere else. It'll save you a whole lot of time, energy, and effort. Um, amen. And that, amen. That part. That part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> um, and then the last book, and it's probably one of my favorite books, is called The Alchemist by, by Paulo Culo, C-U-E-L-O. And I know I jacked his name up. But <laughs> The Alchemist is one of those books where um, taking it a step beyond uh, um, 
the the four agreements where you're having them with yourself. Um, the alchemist is more or less about getting your spirit right. Center yourself. Focus on your um your spiritual health. Focus on wherever you are spiritually on whatever spectrum you on. Whether you you all the way over here, you all the way over there. It's pretty much center you. Um, become of who you are and make you aware of where you stand in the universe as a whole. It's it's a book that I I think I probably give them out at least two a year, at least two. I mean, they're not real expensive. You can get them, right. but The Alchemist is one of those books. I got about three hard copies on my shelf. I got it on my Kindle. I have it on my phone. Get you that book. So, you know, that's it. Nice. Hey, I, hey, fantastic. I really, uh, you know, we've been talking about being able to put, you know, saying that that author, those books, that that uh, literary uh, list, um, you know, and we're going to try to add this more to the podcast, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, these last couple podcasts, just been me and Aaliyah, you know, we'll, uh, of course, have all the gang back together. But we're trying to, you know what I'm saying, be well-rounded, not just be, hey, we're going to talk a little shit, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we're going to laugh a little bit, but we want to hit everything and, you know, making sure that people are jumping back in the books because a lot of people get away from those, you know what I'm saying? Jumping back, back in the books. Being able to better themselves. Coming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being able to better themselves and the book challenge every single year. Um, and it's quite literally everybody's all, oh, I can't read 50 books. I can only uh, you know, it's not even that. The whole point and premise of that, um, um, quite literally is take the time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, we all have 24 hours in a day, and I know people, oh, I can't spend all day reading, I can't do it. You can read a book in a week if you 20 minutes you you i mean instead of scrolling on your phone when you go in the bathroom oh you know, there it is book get you, you <laughs> five or six pages in while you sit in there but it's literally to expand your world i mean you know the only thing is certain uh, there is a few certainties in in the universe you don't know what you don't know you can't change what you're unaware of mm -hmm. and and then it's like okay so now you know you know better, do better. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's like it's one of those things. So 50 book challenge, I literally I um it there used to be lists, there used to be this, but um I mean I'm on book 123 of the year right now. So it's like I don't <laughs> I know, I don't know. list. <laughs> I'm gonna feel like why we why we haven't done this earlier, but we're gonna be coming coming to it before the end of the year and making sure that we start away. But um, I will make sure I get everybody ready, y'all. You know, see me out on Facebook. I'll even post it in our group chat. Um, quite literally to um let y'all know when we're gonna start. Typically, it's I make the announcement December thirty first. We start January first. Um, sometimes I just move through themes for the month. Sometimes it's some specific books. Um, but you know, we'll see where the, where where next year take us. I yeah. I got. You know, I got I got a trip coming up this weekend, so I'm gonna have time in the airport to sit there you go. figure it out. <laughs> there you go. So hey, for sure, we're gonna uh you know make it a podcast. We're gonna we're gonna uh hold you to that and we're gonna try to make sure that those that are listening uh get that knowledge and be able to expand their literary literary rarary you know what I'm saying? They're words, man. Words, they words is hard, you know what I'm saying? Folks be like they easy, words be hard sometimes, you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> so uh, but we really appreciate. Thank you so much, Aaliyah, for uh, you know, what I'm saying putting that list together, and what we'll, we'll be coming back to you in the next few shows to uh, hook up, hook us up with another 
you know, lists that may be specific to a certain thing. So make sure y'all hit up those lists, uh, those particular books, uh, knowing that those are ones that need to be in your library at this time. The chat under this uh, under this live, I'll put them in our group chat. Um, yeah, we'll post them on our Facebook and make sure that everybody's aware of uh, of those books that need to be out there. So, Amen. Really, really appreciate, and that will be one of our things. Uh, like we have, like I said, the top four, and uh, what you think about that, and things like that. That'll be in and out of our shows. Uh, yeah, uh, henceforth on. Yeah, and we done with an hour and fifteen. We always got to talk about the people, man. We got to make sure that we're taking care of the vets out there. We're taking care of the people that may be going through them through some things. So if you happen to be going through some things and you feel like there's not a way to get out of that and you feel like there's only uh, one other way and, and that's taking yourself out um, to, to get away from those problems, we want to make sure that you are, you know, touching base with your family, touching base with friends, making sure that you're talking about it, make, making sure that you you know that the people that are here that want to help you get through those things. Um, and, and if you... For some reason, family can't help or they're not touching base. Uh, make sure that you hit that National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-TALK, 800-273-8255. You know, um, you don't really get to solve the problem. You know, you don't really get to that end result of being able to make things better um, if you're not here to do it. And we, everybody knows it's hard. We all go through things that are very difficult. You know what I'm saying? Losing parents. Um, you know, going through strife when we were young, um, you know, things of that nature. But only way we can get past those things is being able to uh, find help, talk it out and uh, and be able to move past, and be better and make it better for those that may follow and be an example for those that are around you. Because there could be other people that are going through those struggles as well and don't know how to deal with it. So you can be an example as well uh, on that. Like I said, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273. Talk 800-273-8255. Hey, that's what we do. We want to make sure everybody's good out there. So we really appreciate everybody that came to hang out with us here at the Mint Ketchup Podcast. We did it again. I really appreciate you, Aaliyah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, you know. Hey, that's what we do. We out here doing big things. So I really appreciate you, Aaliyah. Thank you, everybody that was out on the chat, out here uh, watching us. Make sure that you uh, you are subscribing, that you are commenting, that you are hitting the bell, making sure that you are giving it out to other people. You know what I'm saying? We Don't hold this to yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's free for everybody. So go ahead and give it out there. You know what I'm saying? Share it on your Facebook page. Share it on your YouTube, things of that nature. Uh, we try to have a good time here at the Mid Catch Up Podcast. So we really appreciate that y'all came out here, kicked it with us tonight. And had a good time. So always, Sunday, 6 p.m., we will never leave you. You will be here all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, check us out. Next week, we'll be here. Appreciate you. And we out. What's up? What's up? It's the MKP. It's the MKP. It's the MKP. We got a Lee in the building.